them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promises something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast live, brand new content coming at your face. I'm Kat. <laughs> I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. Guys, today's episode is ginormous. Mm. We have nerd news. We're going to talk about Hawkeye. We're going to talk about live in front of a studio audience. Uh, what's it called? Facts of life. Facts of life. And we have so much other stuff too. Let's just get into it. Jam-packed. Wendy, what day is it? Well, I'll tell you what day it is. December 14th. Guess what? It is not the day I thought it was. What is this? Why why did my list change? But it is National Free Shipping Day, as well as National Monkey Day. So you can ship your monkeys for free. Pretty much. Is USPS doing this free shipping? It's a good question. Yeah, I'd like to know. Just online retailers. Hmm. Uh, tomorrow's National Cat Herders Day, the 15th. Is a coupon code? That's my day. Mm-hmm. Cat herders. Cat herders. But mm-hmm. here's the day I was really excited about. The 16th, oh. National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Mm-hmm. Ah, pretty much okay. what I'll eat. Like, you know, do you want a such and such? Is there a chocolate one? Then yes, <laughs> that's pretty much. But the next okay. day, uh, there's a lot of good ones. Ugly Sweater Day, which I don't think any of the sweaters are ugly. I think they're all cute in their own way. Yeah. Followed by Baked Cookies Day. This is like a great month of days. It's a great week. Yeah. It's a yeah. Great week. Great week. Hard Candy Day is the 19th. Your opinion may vary, but I would like a good hard candy. <laughs> Lot to celebrate. Tis so the much. season for days. It is. Uh, guys, let's just jump into some nerd news. Uh, nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Nerd news or nerd mail? What are we doing? Do, 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 do. Okay, we're doing we're doing nerd news. News, and all right. Do, uh, I like it. And s- I'm off and my since, guard. Yes, since it's been so long, I want to use our very custom made, very professionally made, going to purgatory soundbite here because okay. we got some pur- purgatory relevant news stories. Okay. She nerds out presents live. From Purgatory. All right, so That's it's the great. end of the year. Thank you. It was good, right? Mm-hmm. I missed it. I miss hearing. Yeah, it. Me too. Ba-bow, ba-bow. Still mad about that. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't talk about that. It's over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not over, and it's never over uh, for now. That's over for now. <laughs> liars, sci-fi. Go ahead. So <laughs> they, they are liars. So uh, it's the end of the year, so everybody's coming out with their best of type things, and the very reputable New York Times, have you heard of it? Whoa. I have. They always want to charge me to read things. Is that them? I know. <laughs> That's them. So I read like a third of their articles, and then I'm done, because <clears throat> I don't want to pay. <laughs> well, you get a certain number per month, right? I don't know. So they came out with their best of TV in 2021. So there's a couple of different categories that they use to celebrate the best of. Uh, and in one particular category, the best of shows that ended in 2021, there's some good shows in here we've all heard of. Of course, Pose, Mom, the sitcom, hmm. 
uh, Shrill with A.D. Bryant, which is very funny. And then you get down a little bit. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's Winona Earp. Oh, what? Winona what? Earp? On this list. And I'm going to read you a little blurb if you'll allow me to do that. I like a good blurb. <laughs> Who doesn't? God, it's like nobody even swashbuckles anymore. Winona Earp, a sci-fi horror show about a demon-hunting descendant of Wyatt Earp, always seemed to be getting away with something. It felt too clever and too ridiculous to really be on television. While it's not uncommon for shows with elaborate mythologies to lose their magical force for the trees, ain't that the truth? Winona Earp, thanks in part to Melanie Scrafano's performance as Winona, never lost sight of its emotional core or snazzy sense of fun. Hmm. Thank it's you, nice. New York Times. That is very nice. No mention of Wayhop, but that's okay. That's fine. Hey, people <laughs> like the show for a lot of different reasons. You know, the yeah. fact they liked it, enough to talk about it, it's a good thing. And I feel like everyone can agree that without Melanie, Winona, the show just wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't no. have no, that no. same, like, Melanie was just brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have the show without her. No. So thanks, New York Times. Appreciate the shout out. All right. Well, I've got some other nerd news, and it's about weddings. Oh, It is a list of the best and worst weddings from TV line uh, of 2021, and it features uh, quite a few queer weddings, Um, and I'm just going to read off the queer weddings from the top 10. We don't care about the worst weddings. There weren't anybody on there that we, you know, care about. Um, So I'm just going to read these queer ones off that. Great. We know about. Um, coming in at number 10 was Maya and Karina from Station 19. I'm a oh. big Grace fan, as you know. This is Tara for anybody wondering who this is. Apparently, <laughs> my voice is very ambiguous. Who knows who I am, who this is? Um, I have, you know, I watched, I know who these people are. Of course, Karina was on Grace, um, but I didn't watch this particular wedding. Um, but, oh. you know, so they go on, you know, it wasn't big, it wasn't fancy. This is a little blurb. I'm also going to read some blurbs. Um, from TV line. Um, Maya was so excited as she forgot that she and her fiance were writing down their vows, but it was sweetly right for the right for the brides. If only it hadn't been overshadowed by the news that dropped at the reception that Captain Bishop had been relieved of her duties. Oh my God. Sounds dramatic. So yes. So that was queer wedding. Number one. So that came at number 10. Um, Then we go down to number eight, one that we are familiar with. It's Avalanche. Uh, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, from Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so the co-captain's impromptu ceremony when the apocalypse is approaching sees the moment was a sweet affair with lovely vows. But the baddie bishop interrupted the event right before Sarah and Ava were about to exchange I do's. So unfortunately, we have to take off points for the most unwelcome of wedding crashers. So apparently had one of those very <laughs> stressful weddings where there was like impending doom and all of that. Huh. So hmm. as happened. Yeah. Still made it. Still made it. Um, okay, at number okay. seven, we have one from Lucifer. I have no idea who these people are. Yeah, no, nope. but they're two ladies. So, all right, Maze and Eve. <laughs> so we'll take it. We'll all take right. it. Um, that's nice. Good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> um, number six. I am going to read, even though they're not queer, but it's from Grey's Anatomy. It was Winston well. and Maggie. It was a very lovely wedding. Although something very awkward happened at the end of it because huh. that's when Link decided to propose to Amelia, who had told Link several times that she didn't want to get married to anyone ever. She just didn't want to get married. Oh. But Link said, oh, "You know, this is the perfect moment." And who proposes to someone at someone else's wedding? That's a shitty move. I'm going off. I know, I know, but I can go on and on about that. But anyway, it was a lovely wedding. When did the wolves show up, Tara? No, no bodies were, 
<laughs> dragged off into the woods by wolves um, in this particular uh, I love that joke. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, but still, <clears throat> lots of drama. Uh, sure. Coming in at number four, we have Alex and Kelly from Supergirl. So, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So many. This is a really gay heavy list. It is. Six out of the ten uh, oh. weddings on this list or career. Yeah. Oh. Officiated by their close friend, John Johns. Um, been on sure, the show yeah. for the whole all time alex and kelly's beautiful ceremony earns bonus points for when and care's stripped down version of pat benatar's we belong nice it was followed by a fun reception that showed our all our heroes cut loose on the dance floor (laughs) 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 it gets extra points all right then we have another queer wedding angel and poppy from pose again i don't watch pose um but uh, I will read this one as also. We were expecting the nuptials of these two adorable lovebirds to be glamorous and over the top, and they were indeed. But they were also gorgeously moving. The underdog pair and their LGBTQ friends go, uh, go to inhabit a space where they would normally not be welcome, the Swanky Plaza Hotel. And they fill it with love, joy, and fashion to die for. Bride and groom's <laughs> bows were heart-swellingly sweet, with Poppy's surprise rendition of All for Once, I swear, ooh, serving as a cherry on top of a beautiful Sunday. That sounds Aww. nice. That does. Congratulations to the happy couple. And number one. What? Drama. Please. I can't imagine. We're still in purgatory, people. Let's remember that. We didn't quite leave. Coming number one is Waverly and Nicole. Yeah. Erp. Well right. done. Evie Line writes, the sadness of the sci-fi series coming to an end was offset by the sweetness of the wedding held during that final hour. Desolate, frigid purgatory has never looked more picturesque and warm as when Way Hot capped one wild year with a simple yet stunning ceremony, sparsely populated by friends and family, damn you, COVID, yet overflowing <laughs> with symbolic presence of MIA loved ones as well as the love felt by the fans watching at home. The bride yeah. and bride were distinctly beautiful <laughs> as they shared the following <laughs> vows. Do I have to read the vows? You do. Okay. Uh, in your fanfic voice. My beautiful yeah. angel. <laughs> do it real. Do it real. I can't. I don't feel like Tara. I should because this is everyone serious. here. No, a serious. <laughs> no, there's like, they're both ways. All right. Back and forth. Okay, I don't want to ruin okay. it. I feel like everyone has that. There's There are things. Okay, that, it's one right, thing when it's fanfic. Right. Another one, it's actually, you can hear them saying it. No, I'm not going to. I won't okay, do it. I won't okay. do it. Okay. Okay. Follow that up with Rachel singing of Wildwood. <laughs> A.K.A. Wayhot's first kiss theme song. And well, Winona said before giving away her sister, you're the best of us, baby girl. And this, folks, was the very best wedding of 2020, 2021. That's Opa. awesome. Yep. Opa. That's so great. Thanks, TV Line. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. So much love for Winona this, at this end of the year, like all these lists and stuff. I love it. It's almost like they should get another season. Yeah, it's almost like it deserves to be on TV. Yeah. What are hmm. the odds of that? That's great. Congratulations. Okay. Good job. Good <laughs> job. All right. Our next bit of nerd news, which will incorporate some shows uh, that we have all loved, is a BuzzFeed article and sort of, again, list of actors who gave it all and more during these heartbreaking and memorable TV scenes. I feel like there's so many that you could... Uh, a lot of actors doing some good dramatic work, but let's start with number one from a show that I personally adore, WandaVision. Hmm. When Wanda couldn't feel Vision anymore and Elizabeth Olsen gave, quote, dare I say, one of her best performances ever, where she's like seeing his all split apart 
mm. whatever he is, oh, yeah. droid body. And she's yeah. like, I can't feel you. And uh, <laughs> I just, I mean, Elizabeth Olsen had me like throughout this whole show. So mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, no, that, I'm glad they were able to single out a specific point. But, and I don't think these are necessarily, are these, I don't think these are necessarily season, like for this season, obviously not. These are like throughout mm-hmm. TV history. Right. Number two, Tara, Grey's Anatomy. Oh. And when Bailey realized she couldn't save Percy, which led to one of Chandra Wilson's most memorable moments on the show to date. Mm-hmm. Which one was Percy? He looks like he's dead on the floor. He was one of the residents and they were taking. Oh, it was really sad. Very, very what sad. What's um, going on here? I don't know. I, it was. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Well, they all run together. I could put a whole episode, you know, the whole oh, podcast I just see. for this. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. And he, she was trying to get him the help that, and they, the, oh my God, they're at the was elevator. Something happened? Like, why is he on the floor? The shoot. There was, was a shooting. When the shooting? Oh. Yes. And, okay. uh, oh, yeah. All it was right. terrifying. And, oh, yeah. No, this was horrible. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. yelling, Dr. P, what's there the There were so many moments on the, uh. yeah. Mm-hmm. In this episode. Well, did you watch Private Practice? Because that's number three. Mm-hmm. It says when Amelia sat through an intervention from her friends and Katarina Scorzone, Scorzoni was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like you shut your mouth. Made. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he was not your dad. He was my dad. That's not your story. <laughs> and another show we watched, One Day at a Time. It yes. said Penelope left a message for herself when she was dealing with depression. Aww. And I liked it. Uh, Justina Mikado, is that you say her name? Mm-hmm. She was great on that show, and I feel like mm-hmm. I feel bad yeah. I have not finished this show. This show was so good. Yeah. yeah, I should watch that. That looked like a nice. Mo- it was kind of like it seemed like extra goofy at times, but yeah, the, the acting. I loved her, the main, the mom, and of course well, that was uh, so great about Moreno. it that it was like oh, this over the top fun, right? Yeah, and Rita Moreno, like it was so like laugh out loud, just mm-hmm. ridiculous, and then it got didn't like really got real, Pretty hardcore serious, yeah, from like one Amazing. end of the spectrum to the other, and it was just really mm-hmm. made them those moments even you know hit even harder so yeah there's falcon and winter soldier bucky found out he wasn't brainwashed anymore and sebastian stan broke down in tears which i kind of don't even remember that i mean i guess it was really good i mean i remember it happening but i haven't i haven't finished that show yet it was good it was really good i want to he was good i'm going to then we get on like how to get away with murder haunting of hill house i didn't see that i saw Mm -hmm. season two there's one from glee with santana Naya Rivera, iZombie. I'm trying to see if there's any others that you, we would all be very familiar with. Mm. I'm seeing Scrubs, Tara. You oh, Scrubs yeah, Scrubs. Oh, my God. Day. I remember this one. Yes. We're, oh, yep. John C. Ben actually died. This was, such a, yeah, this was such, really got me because when you realize that, yep, Ben actually died. Played by, what's his but, name? Spoiler alert. Uh, Encino <laughs> Man. What's his name? Oh, God. That was Encino a real. Man. Brendan Fraser. Brendan, yeah, he's oh, great on this show. Brendan Fraser. I didn't yes. know he was on Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No he way. was great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, this I feel like uh... this was great. Scrubs is just huh. one of the. I mean, it's up there with Grays. It's awesome for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top on the. I mean, top, I, yeah. I don't know if you know this. It's a I work in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually starting at a new hospital tomorrow. Got a That's right. Oh, new Big job. news. Big We're technically yesterday. Amazing. As you're listening to the yeah. yeah, that's true. Wonder how. I feel like I've buried the lead a bit and inadvertently on this list because number 17, Winona oh, Earp. When Winona cried mm-hmm. into Waverly's arms after finding out she's pregnant and Melanie Scrifano was, and this is my input, as usual, simply mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's when they're sitting there and she's like, I'm pregnant. And 
you know, I can't do this. Ugh. And of course, Waverly was there. It was like this perfect sisterly moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, like this, this right up one moment, she's cracking you up with a quick witted dick joke. And the next she's punching <laughs> you right in the fields with her tears. <laughs> yeah, she was fantastic. And I miss her. She is a force, man. Yeah. She's so good. Melanie's so good. Oh, there's I a. Hope, I hope she it's I hope good things are in store for Melanie. She deserves so much. Oh, here's another one that might be relevant on this list. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When Willow cried oh, over Tara's dead God. body. See, I have not Rough. seen that episode. I was not into the big Willow Tara thing. <sighs> that was brutal. So I say to our Tara, was that really good? Tara, you watched it. I mean, that, right? it was sad. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was, it was terrible. Sad. That's, I, 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 yeah, I, we don't talk about that. I mean, that's just, we, <laughs> we just we, don't talk we about don't. that. We don't. Well, yeah. those are the main high points of the list, but I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some. Some good TV acting going on. There's there's someone's personal twenty five list of twenty five actors doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all the and actors want to cry. Get some love. A good list. We love a list. Hey, and we were you know we were in purgatory, so that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wendy, since we're still in purgatory, before we leave, Uh-oh. you you watched God Wink Christmas. Oh, did I? Caparel. Did I? Give us a slowdown. <laughs> okay, look. Here's it's the a God thing. Wink. Bing. Okay, so I love the God Wink movies. I continue to stand by the fact that the first was the best. I feel like it was a little more subtle. Although I look back now and they had, like, whenever <laughs> a moment happens, they have that. <laughs> I did not even notice the first however many times I watched that movie until they started doing more movies and putting the little bring in there. And then I went back. I'm like, oh, they did have it. But just the way, like, now every time, like, something happens. There's always a character's like, oh, this is a God wink. I see a God wink happening here. It's like, I feel like it's fight they club. Look at, look at camera and go, wink. And then they go, <laughs> I'm not making the fun in the movies because I love the movies because they're real. They're based on true stories. So whatever. You've always said these are your favorite Hallmark movies. Well, yeah. the first one is. I mean, I like the rest, but the Got first it. one, Got hands it. down, yes. is my baby. So, but I liked it. Like, you know, crazy things happen. Like, co- not coincidences, God winks, but these mm. situations that happen, they're like, oh my gosh, look, it's those two men knew each other back in the war, or he learned how to fix a liver right before he had to fix a liver and all this kind of thing. <laughs> but it's true. Like they're based on true stories right. and Which how cool. all these things that however you want to interpret is like, what a crazy sequence of coincidences or God winks. But I, I love the movies. They're very sweet. They are very sugary sweet. Cat was great. <laughs> Um, you know, she's very, she's a natural. She's probably going to do a lot more Hallmark movies. The guy I really liked mm-hmm. the guy who was in it. And the mom, no, wait, I'm thinking of another movie. Watch. Never mind. I was <laughs> going to go off. We together. did. We watched another Hallmark movie with a famous with mom. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Uh, oh, that's right. But yeah, yeah. it was, it was very sweet. The cast was very, very nice. And it, it actually had a little more tragic twist than most Hallmark movies. Like, I didn't mm. see coming. But again, that mm. was the real story of how it happened. And um, yeah, I'm always a fan of the God Winks. And this one uh, didn't disappoint. Was it tragic awesome. for Kat's character or for another character? For another character. Oh, okay. But obviously in the end, everything's going to be okay. But Oh, really? Well, as, as always. <laughs> but it got a little more dicey than they usually do. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I don't I mean, I don't know. I guess we could talk about the story. No, I mean, y'all are probably gonna watch it. I, I mean, mean, I don't have to go through the details. Does she but... kiss a girl at all in there? No. All right, oh, kissed. I'm, never, I'm happy I'm that she had kissed yeah. to do. Yeah, I'm away for them. and help <laughs> keep him alive. 
He's right. like a like a fairytale princess. Like, like was he in a coma until he kind of was? <laughs> yeah, because he gets oh, shit. so he she called. So they have this relationship because they're both in this program that they both entered at the same time. And of course, she's got a boyfriend. She's not sure about. He's not sure. Oh, about whatever. We do that. Right. Well, but it's true story. Like I said, don't change facts on the Godwings. Those are true. It takes away from it. So I here's the number one rule about Godwings: don't, don't change talk about the facts. <laughs> no, they it's all true. They probably change Every a little word. bits here and there, but like the major twisty parts. No, that's what makes the Godwink movie. Anyway, uh, so so they meet, but then they're like, oh, I just can't work. I've got this boyfriend. I don't know. So they split up, but then she just decides she wants to be with him. So she calls him, says, "I'm going to come back out." To see you, he's so excited. He runs out and he's like driving a snowplow to make some money. And so he, but it won't start. So he gets, he sets the parking brake, the emergency brake, and gets under the Uh-oh. truck, but it breaks and it oh, rolls no. right over him. So next thing you know, he's in this coma with life threatening like liver problems and fracture, <laughs> compound internal bleeding. So she gets there. It's like, where oh, is he? No. He was supposed to pick me up at the airport. Like, come now. He's in the hospital. So that's when the doctor, one of the His guys his own the truck group, runs him over? Yeah. It happens. Uh, so the doctor's <laughs> okay. at this conference. He's like, oh, do I leave early and beat some of the weather that's coming in or stay for one more seminar? So he decides to stay. And thank goodness, because it was a seminar and the exact procedure that he needed to use to save this guy when he got home and realized oh. he was in the hospital. Wow. God wink. I'm not kidding. So <laughs> anyway. Did so, they play the noise? Probably. I can't remember. Of course. Um, so then she gets there and but here she's sitting by his bedside and he's like holding steady. He's in his coma or whatever. Yeah. And but then the parents come in and is like, oh, who are you? He needs his family right now. And they don't know that they kind of love each other. Like so Kat she leaves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kat's there and he's doing okay. But as soon as she leaves, his he starts to plummet. His, his oh. vitals start getting bad. So they like, come back in here. He needs you. And so she goes back to his side. A lot of times and... when Kat leaves a room to a lot of people. <laughs> 100% relate. Mm-hmm. So he survives and all. It's... Amazing. Well, I know that Kat was live tweeting mm-hmm. during the premiere uh, the other night, last night. So that's fine. From what I saw on Twitter, it brought a lot of people that may not watch Hallmark into <laughs> watching Hallmark. Absolutely. So. Just like a good witch, frankly. That's mm-hmm. true. I guess some of them were already there because a good witch. But yeah, Hallmark knows what they've what they have with Kat. I, I feel like they... Kat will be back many a time because yeah. she's yeah. she's got it. She's like a natural. I could see her doing a lot like mm-hmm. one of those constant Hallmark actors that's doing a lot of stuff. The queen of Hallmark, I think, is what they're going to end up calling Kat. Bro. She's got a dethrone. Uh, what's her name? Candace from Cameron Bure. Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, please. They, like. Easy. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> she works out a lot. Why is Cameron Bray? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that could that be a match. But it was good. I enjoyed it. It's a nice entry into the whole of the uh, Godwink catalog. That's great. Awesome. All right. I guess we should leave Purgatory. I just, we haven't been here for so long. It was long. a nice it's, visit. It's I nice like to see it, Purgatory. You know? I miss yeah. going. Well... You know, a couple of weeks back, we were talking about how Star Wars, the movie, uh, you know, the movie side of things was kind of in crisis and that these big time directors, their pro- projects were kind of falling through because of what we speculated as being creative differences. Hmm. And one of those that we talked about was uh, Patty Jenkins and the Rogue Squadron movie that they made a big deal about her directing. Well, apparently, 
the movie's still in the mix, according to Deadline.com. So apparently, did you know that that she that Patty Jenkins was directing a Cleopatra movie with Gal Gadot? I feel like no. I've heard that at some point. I don't know that I knew that Patty was the director, but I feel like I heard something to do with Gal and Cleopatra. Okay. Well, I mean, that's very interested to see that. I think that's good casting. But mm-hmm. so Patty is now taking a producing role on that movie so she can focus on Wonder Woman 3 and Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So this is good news. So she's back on it. She's back on it. It's back on the table. I guess you could say the slate of movies that they're going to do. So that's great. And so to direct Cleopatra... Carrie Scogland, who directed all of the Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes, is directing this movie. And Patty is going to be more of a produ- – she's moving into the producing role hmm. of Cleopatra, which is – okay, great. So this is good news, though. That means we, we could still get Rogue Squadron. I feel like Wonder Woman 3 is probably going to come out first. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like they just – once they finish one, they just start working on the next one. Yeah. Um, but this is good news. We, we, we still might get a Patty Jenkins – rogue squadron i really hope so i mean i'm way more excited about that than cleopatra but sure. i'm excited i'm interested to see cleopatra for sure and what carrie skogland will do with it because all i've seen that i know of that she's done is falcon winter soldier which i liked mm-hmm. so so that's good this is this is this is good news guys i'm i'm in favor of it now i wonder how much was did patty say okay i will voluntarily step away from this or did lucasfilm say no, you're you're promised us. You need to make it happen. But I I thought that that it was already over, like they'd already so taken that's it away. That's kind of what I thought. I didn't think it was taken away necessarily. It was put on hold. But I thought it was going to be eventually maybe taken away. Yeah, it was sort of. I, th- I feel like it was. It wasn't a. There was no real official statement from Star right. from the Star Wars people. It was like sort of an indefinite kind of thing, which usually is never good. But. Maybe because all this bad press was coming out. <clears throat> all the, you know, like the Ryan Johnson trilogy is now apparently on hold. Maybe the Lucasfilm people are like, hey, hey, Patty, do us a solid. Can you maybe just, can you get rid of the whole directing Cleopatra <laughs> thing and make us look a little better? So, what know. a weird career choice. Like, I never can imagine in my life, like, hmm, here are my choices. I've got Wonder Woman 3, <laughs> Cleopatra, and a Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie to direct. <laughs> Which two do I want to do the most? I mean, Patty's got good problems, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wonder, imagine? like, what pants I'm going to put on in the morning. And she's like, which movie am I going to direct of these uh, major blockbuster films? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cleopatra doing a... Oh, apparently there's another... Cle- Paramount is doing a Cleopatra oh, movie boy, with Lady again. Gaga. Hmm. Oh, I like that too. That's interesting, right? Oh. Is it going to be musical? I doubt it. She's going all just know. hardcore. She played the Gucci Yeah, House thing. of Gucci. Yeah, she's not... There's no... I don't, I don't think they're singing in that. There might not, be. But, I don't think hmm. so. Yeah, no, she's... She's, she's, oh. you know, she's got... She's flexing her... I uh, like her, that Lady Gaga. acting. <laughs> I do like the Lady Gaga. Oh, it looks like apparently there's a rumor that she and Angelina Jolie were fighting over it. That's that's a dated article, but I could see Angelina wanting to be Cleopatra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would I you really want to see too. them fight? Who else was fighting over... Apart. Oh well, I don't oh. know if this was a good idea. There, fight. That's I do. A good segue, I do. Well, I don't know if this was really a fight, but you know <laughs> who was almost going to be Yelena Belova in Black Widow and here to for Hawkeye, 
Emma Watson. <laughs> Emma Watson. Tara's woman. <laughs> but it, instead, it's one of Tara's other women and mine as well. Of course, Florence Pugh. But I can't even. So pew, it says. Pew, 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 pew. Was this verified? Perhaps they were initially considering a different approach to the, quote, female Bond character, which would have been accomplished by Watson's prowess, given her acting credits, blah, blah, blah. And her Yelena would have put a different spin on the blunt, childlike curiosity delivered by Pew in the film. But eventually it was announced that Pew would play Belova. And apparently they were really impressed with her performance as a professional wrestler in uh, Fighting mm. With My Family that Tara and I watched, which was very good. I that, yeah, it showed her ability to handle physically demanding takes and balance them with a consistently charismatic and adroit, whatever the hell that means, performance. I should know that word. Yeah, I'm not sure that I would automatically see Florence Pugh and think she would be that uh, good with the physical aspect of it. Um, I guess maybe more so than I would Emma Watson. I mean, right. she's a little wafier, but I think that that movie probably did help her out a lot. Said her dancing and athletic background came in handy as well. And of course, I don't I think this was already talked about in the past, but when she Pew was cast, she made her ground rules. She made sure she was personally overseeing her fitness regimen, which involved mm. her bringing homemade food to the set. She's a, known to advocate for body positivity and refuses to alter her look to fit Hollywood's distorted beauty conventions. Good for you, Florence. I like that, Florence Pew. But I, mm, it would have been a whole different take. I feel like, you know, Florence is having such yeah. a moment. Florence has just got this thing. I mean, Emma does, too. Emma's like, a, you know, top of yeah. the list kind of kind of person. I just feel like it would have been such a different character. It would have been weird. With her. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how would I felt. It would have been it would have been a very different movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I am definitely on board with the the Florence Pugh. And did you know that Florence Pugh's bobblehead, which I have here right <laughs> by me, if you want a new one in the box, you know how much it's going to cost you? $160 no. for my really? little Florence Pew. You can get a used one, not perfect one, for $85. Used? Wow. Yeah, used open, I should say. I don't want to know what they <laughs> um, Open, well, not hot, mint. Hot damn, Wendy. Yeah. Nice job. I, a friend of mine, Noe, when we went to the con last week, she said she was uh, looking for them. And yeah, and she was talking about how much they were. And I looked, it's like 160 bucks. I guess it's like a limited run or something? That's no, crazy. I think they just didn't think it would be as popular i'm sure they'll make a new one for hawkeye but this original from black right. widow and, and Noe asked one of the vendors there you know if they had any yelena's <laughs> she's like nope everybody's asking we don't have any amazing she's hot demand that Good yelena belova well we don't have to feel bad for emma watson she's not oh. completely out of work <laughs> no she we also don't. has some work coming up they're no celebrating the 20th anniversary on hbo max of the release of the harry potter films 20 years, Tara. Celebration. Does that, does that make you feel old? Yeah, I mean, okay. a little bit, but it's, I feel like it's been a lot of things have happened. I don't feel that old because then I look at Emma Watson and I'm like, well, all right. It's my love for her is totally appropriate now. So, right. in a way, yeah, now it works in my favor. It's not weird anymore. Right. <laughs> it became not weird a long time ago. So, um, yeah, so uh, Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts uh, will feature talent from the movies, including Helena Bottom Carter, Robbie Coltrane, mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes. I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Jason Isaacs, Gary Oldman, Tom Felton. Love him. James Phelps, Oliver Phelps, Mark Williams, Bonnie Wright, Alfred Enoch, Matthew Lewis, and Ivana Lynch. Lots of people. And if you watch the little trailer that they put out, it's very cute. They are all 
sent, opening their little Hogwarts letters addressed to the actors, um, <laughs> summoning them to their to the reunion special. So it's very cute. And they put out a little teaser trailer on that. And then they also released um, their first look picture of the three main stars who will also be joining uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grant, and of course, Emma Watson all sitting. And it looks like the Gryffindor common room all in cozy little chairs, cozying Very up. Very cozy. Um, they look adorable. Um, I can only speak for Emma. I'm really only looking at Emma, if I, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, they all look, the guys look fine. Uh, yeah, she's definitely, mm, never mind. <laughs> say, all, when they all grew up, I think she definitely. Yeah. I think she did. She, she's well. aging well. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I like how you say that like she's 65. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say it and not be creepy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so this is the retrospective special will tell an enchanting making of story through all new in-depth interviews and cast conversations, inviting fans on a magical first-person journey through one of the most beloved film franchises of all time. I'll be watching. I know that. Oh, yeah. I believe it's on New Year's it, Day. It is, yeah. It looks just really good. Like, they really... It looks magical. It, it seems like HBO Max is just rolling out these reunions, but they're doing it in a very... They're doing it, it seems like, in the best way. Yeah, and full Harry Potter Harry Potter style, for sure. Mm, They're totally. going full, yeah. uh, just back into the movies, the whole spirit of the films. Love uh, it. So I'm really excited. And then it's filmed at where they do the Harry Potter uh, tours in London at the Warner Brothers Studio Tour, um, it, which is really cool. I've been there. And mm-hmm. they have the full-size sets and everything that you walk through. Are they, are they the actual sets? It's, some so of them are, yeah. Kept the real um, some of them amazing. are reproductions. Some of them are actual sets because uh, they're massive. I mean, you're walking through like um, oh, where, so cool. you know, like where they would be, uh, like you know, warehouse, yeah, soundstage, yeah, soundstage, soundstage. size yeah. areas, um, and so cool, yeah. So it, mm. very neat. Love it. Um, very excited. Yeah. So I know what, what I'll be watching that day. Definitely. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Uh, Same here. Very excited I'm about that. Snop. Yeah. Get cozy, get a blanket, get some hot chocolate. Mm. It's going to be a very cozy day. Talk some Harry Potter. Harry Potter? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my hair looks like from the back. <laughs> <laughs> so many good ones. Uh, Wendy. Ming-Na Wendy? You, you Ming-Na <laughs> Wendy went to a convention. Boy, did I. That was a fun jaunt to a con. And let me tell you, it was the LA Comic Con in the convention center in downtown LA. Good times going down there. It took me 45 minutes on Saturday around 11 and 15 the next morning, Sunday morning at like nine. So, but I went there (laughs) with one goal. Now, the first day, Ming-Na had to postpone till Sunday. So the first day I just went to rummage around and be back in a con. And let me tell you, brutally, brutal awakening to how crowded cons are because it was crowded. And, oh. you know, find the parking and the getting there and the checking in. You had to show vaccination or testing, going through all that. But it was like it's good wall to wall people, all the booths. It was it was nice. It was a good size con. But, yeah, it was a little little eye opening to like, oh, God, I forgot how it is to walk to a crowded dealer's room. But it was yeah. fun. It's a good day. Went back next day. My friend Noe and I, uh, Noe and I, we are Noe, friend of the pod. Friend mm-hmm. of pod. Guess, oh, but you know who was there on Saturday with a ginormous line? Bruce Campbell. Long, oh, cool. long nice. line for Bruce Campbell. Um, 
But the next day, yeah, Ming-Na was signing from like 1030 to noon. And then she had a second signing later and she had a panel in the middle. So we said, we're going to get there early. We want to do the early signing. So I got there like 915-ish and got in line. Long line just to get in the autograph room. Then they, as you go in, then you split off to your things. But probably 70% of the line was Ming-Na. So, but it, be that as it may, we got in the first grouping. So we got the first hour, hour and a half that she signed. Um, and she, okay. you know, was lovely. She walked out. She's Instagramming the crowd, lined up to get her autograph. She looked beautiful as always. So it was a very, in fact, the guy came out and said, get up, say your thing, be nice. There are a lot of people that want to meet her. Okay. So it would not have been the, the best time to go, hey, snotastic. Ah, <laughs> you know, Ming Na, when you get to be on her podcast, you know, she was very like focused and trying to get a lot of time. So, but she was very lovely and charming. And, <laughs> and um, every time someone would bring up, I saw a couple people bring up uh, like her Fennec Shan action figure. Mm-hmm. And she was like, where'd you get this? I don't even have this. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous, Funny. you know. And she was she was thrilled every time someone and she even said, I think to Noe, Noe had something signed for someone. Uh uh yeah, Mulan. There's a lot of it was basically Mulan oh, yeah. and Finishan. Of, of course, course I was yeah. getting uh I think it was As the World Turns book for a friend. So she's like, Oh, look at this. I can't remember Young and the Restless, maybe I can't remember <laughs> so, but a little baby picture of Ming Na. Um <laughs> adorable. But she even said, like, I'm hoping to turn more people like there's a lot of Mulan, but I want to get them all like excited about Fennec Shan too, which I'm sure after Book of Boba Fett comes out, there will be more so, but, um, no doubt. yeah, there were some nice Fennec costumes, some, uh, cool. some, a lot of, uh, metal helmets. Oh, cool. Boba, there's a, sorry, there's a ginormous truck apparently going by. It's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, people were, were locked and loaded, ready for me. And then she and Giancarlo Esposito, I think I'm saying right. Um, where had a little panel, it was like a half hour panel out in the main room. And they were just so like fun and excited about Mando. And basically they were asked what they could talk about for the upcoming seasons. They're like, Ming-Na was like, well, it comes out December 29th. And that's all I can say without getting sued. So I of next year, right? No, well, no, Boba, Boba Fett's coming up 29th. But Mando, Mando's next year. Sometime. Mando's. No, okay. um, yeah. but Boba Fett. Yeah. It's coming up pretty wow. quick. A couple that's months, a couple weeks. Yay. So, but yeah, you could tell she's just thrilled as can be to, to be in star Wars. And she was talking about, she hoards everything from, you know, <laughs> sets and costumes and all the Good things she loves. So it was very pleasant and very fun to, uh, finally meet Ming Na. So how was the your one-on-one interaction? What was that like? That was, was she... good. No, she was nice. I was, well, first I was going to get up there and say, you know, it's like fun to see, you know, see you nerding out like two women of a certain age, you know, one nerding out about the other being so excited against Star Wars. But she got distracted by a loose staple holding something oh. to the table. <laughs> and so as soon as I got up there, she kind of, I was starting to talk. She's like, oh, excuse me. Could she was talking to the security guy. Like, is there any way we can fix this? Because I feel like I'm going to cut myself on it. So then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to stop talking. So then I just Aww. said how I saw her in a, at the con in Toronto. I was like, oh, was I good? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was just excited, you know, see how excited you were about Star Wars. I'm glad you finally, your dream came true. And then that was about it. And she's like, thank you. Nice to meet you. So that awesome. was it. That's great. So didn't lead to a long lasting friendship, but what are you going to do? <laughs> We got to start somewhere, you know. Yeah. Build. Yeah, start somewhere. But it was good. It was yeah. it was fun. It was a uh, nice nice to finally meet Ming Na Wen, the Disney legend herself. And she looked amazing awesome. as usual. And no um, doubt. yeah. It was good times. Great. 
And I'm sure we'll be talking about oh. Book of yeah. Boba. Yeah. And yeah. she's doing, uh, I think AK had sent us an email, a uh, mail about, uh, like a gay musical or something she's in. So oh, Ming right. Na will be, re- you know, we'll be revisiting Ming Na several times in the future. A musical using all Indigo Girls. That's songs. right. That's right. <laughs> Should be interesting. <laughs> uh, well, guys, another, well, I mean, I have to say, so uh, another one of the live in front of the studio audience uh shows was this i've not seen one of them uh it took facts of life to make me want to watch it right i had forgotten that they did others and i kind of remember the all in the family one but nothing made me want to watch till facts of life became a thing absolutely and it was so freaking good it was everything i hoped it would be (laughs) it was as someone Um, who loved the shows especially facts of life so Blair was played by Jennifer Aniston. Gabrielle Union played Tootie. Allison Tolman was Natalie. And Catherine Hahn was Joe. <laughs> and Ann Dowd was Mrs. Garrett. And then Jon Stewart. Uh, Carl. Will, Ar- Will Arnett and Jason Bateman played uh, some sort of guest star roles. But uh, I thought the casting was was pretty spot on. Hey. The, the wigs, at the very least, yeah. were completely <laughs> spot Dowd on. Ann Dowd was oh. perfect. And Dad was stellar. It was like she was um, conjuring the spirit of Charlotte she Ray. Like so she, was. and she was in both. So they did Facts of Life, then they did Different Strokes back to back, and she was in both. And yeah, I think Anne Dowd gets the MVP. MVP. She just killed it. They even she uh, killed it. They interviewed, you know, uh, Mindy Cohn, Kim Fields, Lisa Welch were there, and at the end when they asked yeah. what they thought about it, that was Mindy's first thing. Is like I think Charlotte's toasting Anne Dowd in heaven right now because <sighs> she capture that you know what i loved about this they had a couple of little jokey things like moderny you know i'll be here for yeah. you and, and right. some stuff in uh, different strokes but for the most part they played it just like the app they played it for real like the original app and i don't know if you remember the original episode cat that they based this on but i totally remember it oh um, for sure and where carl in this one they put a head <laughs> like a yes. retainer on but in the original he remember he had really bad acne and that's why people oh. Yeah, he had a bad so they, complexion, okay. but I guess it was either they didn't want to make fun of someone for that now, or it was just easier to do a like a headband, uh, like a got it. Piece. So then I, I didn't remember that. That's interesting. Yeah, I do because hmm. I okay. remember this episode so well. But it was <laughs> I loved and I love Catherine Hahn. Like I feel like Catherine Hahn. <laughs> Like I don't know, she kind of she had a Joe look built for sure. They they nailed the looks. Oh, they did. They gave, she did have the vibe of Joe. Gabrielle sure. had braces. Um, mm-hmm. they even put braces on her. Gabrielle Union. Um, but yeah, she was fun. I just it was a fun one for for her to play Joe because Joe was just kind of <laughs> on the side, so like fun. being Joe. Um, <laughs> no, it was uh, it, <sighs> between the, and and Lisa Welchel. Come on, you oh, can't. Okay, she looked. Amazing. I think that was one of Twitter's bitter, biggest reactions was how good Lisa Welcher looked and how she should have just played Blair. And I would have loved well, to see honestly, that. Honestly, she could have. And could've. yeah, so the the very like they open the show and it's Lisa Welchel singing the theme song. Mm-hmm. She's wearing her, you know, she's wearing Eastland the uniform. Eastland uh, School for Girls uniform. Her hair, I think it's just her hair. Yeah. She looks um, like that now. I had a flashback. I was like, mm-hmm. what am I? Wait, no, I thought this was. It, she looks the goddamn same. Yeah. She looks the same. Yeah. You know what it is? She looks incredible. Sutherland. I have feelings all over again for her because <laughs> well, I, I 
definitely have a, had a crush on Blair growing up, and I think it's back, it's, guys. It so should be. Did you ever? Did you watch her on Survivor when she was on it one season? No, I did she, not. She was. I mean, she was a few years ago, several years ago. But you know, at the time, she was quote again older, uh, probably early fifties sure. then, I think. But she looked amazing. You know, it's just she's just a good, you know, healthy. And someone I read an article and they asked like, "What are you doing? Are you vegan? Are you this?" She's like, "I'm southern. <laughs> I'm like the opposite of vegan." And um. Amazing. Yeah, she did say Nancy McKeon, I think, had a lot going on, like with a move yeah. and things. And I know a couple of days later, I saw Nancy pose. I think it was like an anniversary of her brother's death. So I'm sure she had a lot going on. And I think the other three may live here. I know Lisa moved back. I think she moved to LA after Survivor. Okay. And I'm not, I assume Kim may live out here. Maybe Mindy. I don't know. But, I would think so. Yeah. But Nancy's so, in did, Texas. So, oh, is she from Texas? No, but she lives there. She lives, uh, near like Wimberley. A friend of mine has seen her at a pie social once. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, invite That's me nice. to the next one. I'm run into <laughs> Nancy McKeon. Yeah, I was definitely bummed that that Nancy wasn't there, but um, it was great to see Mindy and Kim and Lisa together, and hopefully that means they all like each other. Oh, they do. They've always no, been like, close. Yeah. All the all That's the awesome. facts of life girls have been close. That's why I'm still adamant. No Golden Girls reboot until you get the four of them in the reboot of Golden Girls. The oh, Golden I love facts that. of life girls. That's my thing. <laughs> That's how they need to do that would, it. Um, that would be amazing. Blair's obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rue McClanahan, Blanche. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep, that works. They can fit the parts. Oh, Dorothy Joe's, would be Joe. Yeah. yeah. Nancy would be Joe. So, or you know, it's it's yeah. perfect. Um, yeah, and then Different Strokes was good, too. I mean, Kevin Hart as Arnold was perfect. <laughs> John Lithgow was amazing. Freaking Great Snoop Dogg. Is, is it Damon Wayans? <laughs> Damon, Okay, yeah. and the sister, Dana Plato played the sister, but she wasn't in it. I, it was an episode that didn't have her, so they didn't have oh, anybody play yeah. sister. But huh, of course, I didn't even that didn't even register. Yeah. With well, me. I kept watching, curious to who would play it, and then it was just an episode that never had the sister there. I'm like, okay, I'm sure they were like fine with just weird, that. yeah. Um, hmm. but yeah, that was good too. And and at the end, Kevin Hart. Arnold had a line asking Willis why his friend always smells like weed, which <laughs> yeah. was Snoop Dogg. Um. Yeah, he was good. There, he was a perfect choice for that for sure. It was really good casting across the board, all the way around. I mean, perfect. John Lithgow is Mr. Drummond. I gotta funny. say, Jennifer Aniston, she was fine. But I, after seeing Blair, after seeing Lisa Welch, I'm like, God, I just wish they'd let her do it. Just let her do it herself. But, but Jennifer did a great job. Yeah, it was Jennifer's it was, great. I mean, it was a fun. It was just a fun watch. Yeah. Oh, me too. Just seeing the uniforms and the set. The sets were oh. just exactly like they were. The dialogue was probably, you know, 90-something percent exactly what it was. It seemed, yeah, it seemed pretty. They, I remember some of the lines. pretty close. Yeah, I remember Did some of the lines. Really? Oh, for sure. That was <laughs> my show. Everybody can't play in Lent, Dink, or whatever they was. And <laughs> Joe grabbing the box. I'll have dinner with him. That's, yeah, I remembered so much of that. It was great. Yeah. Well... There's a lot of good TV, including mm-hmm. Hawkeye, which we oh I've been waiting to talk about Hawkeye because they did it. <laughs> they did the impossible. They made me like Hawkeye. I know. With, crazy. Uh, a lot of help from the Christmas vibe and Haley mm-hmm. Steinfeld. And there's a dog. Pizza dog. <laughs> Pizza <laughs> dog. Yeah. Uh, and now dog. episode four episodes in. The pew has oh arrived with vengeance. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew has landed. The pew has landed. <laughs> yeah. I'm digging Hawkeye. You guys, you you caught up, right, Kat? I'm caught up, yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Haley's perfect. And Haley's great. 
Yeah, it's great. I, and I do. I love the Christmas vibe. Um, again, great casting. I like Hawkeye now. <laughs> <laughs> they, he is more likable now, for sure. Well, because, you know, he actually has something to do. Like, right. to be fair, he was always sort of an ancillary mm-hmm. Avenger. Brooding um, kind of yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, you know, we're, we're learning. He's, you know, he's a family guy and he really misses Natasha. It's like, yeah, there's a lot to like about this guy. Um but yeah, uh, Haley's doing an amazing job. The casting of the her her mom's girl uh, boyfriend Jack, great smarmy casting. Oh yeah, that guy's I like him. Just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his mustache. So jealous. Oh, good. <laughs> I could have a mustache. Really good casting. Definitely be like that. And great action, you know. Yeah, oh, they have some great, great action sequences. Like the car chase oh, that is was amazing. Fantastic. Um, the fight, the wine bottle fight in the very first episode mm-hmm. is really good. And I really like even uh, Maya, who's, you know, mm-hmm. a bad guy right now. Yeah. Like she's getting too. her own thing. I've heard some rumors. She might oh, be getting, really? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, something of her own. Like her own show. Maybe. Like own... I don't know. I've not anything concrete. I'm not even 100% hmm. sure. But and yeah, I really liked, I really like the tie-in of her, with her uh, deafness and then Clint's mm-hmm. hearing, hearing loss and how, you know, how we see how bad it really is that he's yeah. pretty much completely deaf without his hearing aid and how she yeah. challenged him to try to uh, to cope without it. And to, to right. It might be better without it. Function without it. Yeah. So that'd be well, I interesting. I thought that was really f- funny when she asked, like, well, you know, when um, uh, Kate asks, why are you, what happened to your, yeah. your hearing? And then it's just like a clip show of like this explosion, this explosion, yeah. landing, you know, falling off of it. He's like, no, I'm not sure. Like, that's really funny. It's like, yeah. of course, wh- why wouldn't he have like serious injuries? Yeah, based he's on not superhuman. He's mm-hmm. not. He's just a dude that's really good with a bow and arrow. But I, wh- what I do like, it seems like what they're doing more with the the Disney Plus shows they're leaning into with the Marvel stuff is the reality mm-hmm. of this ridiculous, these ridiculous circumstances. So you see that. Kate lost her dad because New York got blown the f up, mm-hmm. and you know you see you saw that with uh, with Falcon a little bit, the beginning of Falcon. Like there's repercussions here, and they're not just you know superheroes all the time. They have like real world bullshit to deal with. And he lost his hearing, and like you know he he definitely has has issues. And yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that they're leaning into that with these with these shows a little bit. Right. Well, yeah, one of my favorite scenes so far was when his son called and he couldn't hear it. And and yeah. he walks up and she's writing down what the son is saying and it, you know, and he's responding. I, I really like that scene. That's one of my favorite in all was, the in all the shows at this point. It was very sweet. Yeah. Good stuff. And now Florence, yeah. Yelena's back with this, you know, and it ties back to, you know, what's the best shot you ever took? It's like it's the best shot I never took, you know, and he didn't, I guess, shoot Natasha. And yeah. when he was told to, and then, you know, there's Kate, she's got the arrow pointed at Yelena and Yelena just does this ultra cool, like, Mm-mm. and she's like, okay, <laughs> Yelena runs off. Me. another best <laughs> okay. shot she never took. Cause they're going to partner up some way or another. You think amazing. Oh, oh they'll I be partners. That's for sure. <laughs> Life partners, <laughs> at least in the fanfic I'm going to read. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, there will be fan. <laughs> that would be great if Kate turns out to be queer. That'd be great. I mean, I love that she showed up to that hotel, the charity, in a right. black tux. That was right. legit tux going on. She looked good. Mm-hmm. Her mom was like, wear that red dress. She's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm wearing a black tux. <laughs> right. But I love that her mom didn't even blink an eye. She wasn't like, ugh, she didn't eye roll. She was just like, okay. She just yeah, wore, exactly. Like, she figured she would have just wore yeah. that. Anyway. <laughs> right. Not a, not a surprise. Right. Um, 
but yeah, the you know, I'm sure that once they're actually speaking to each other, uh, Yelena and Kate, I'm sure the chemistry is going to be. I'm hoping the chemistry is dope. Oh, it will. Awesome. It already charts. is. I feel like that one moment had chemistry. Thick. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel you're right. That that moment that they shared was mm-hmm. great, and it's like, okay, please, let's hope this this actually is as good as we. Yeah, think I think be. it'll be more fighting centered. Like they'll be like more. I think for now, pan- yeah, right, right. I loved that they brought, and I say this because I am one, the nerds in, the cosplay nerds that oh basically are going to make the LARPers that are going to make their costumes. And now they're like, they're sewing on their new, <laughs> they're fixing their costumes. And so that, I love it. Lar- that and they're scene. just like aware of who they are. And they're just in their apartment, like helping them <laughs> with their missions. And <laughs> when they, he, when he first goes to the LARPing thing at the park, mm-hmm. that whole thing was so good. Like, you know, he he was very, like, kind of gruff about it. But then you could tell he was he was having, like, the way he would just, like, you know, sidestep, tap, uh-huh. you're dead. Like, the slow motion of him just, right. yeah. just, like, mowing down these LARPers was, I mean, so much fun. You're mm-hmm. right. Such a big nod to the nerds. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And then they came, yeah, they were able to come back and help him and get the yep. inside people at the police station. and <laughs> oh, Really good. I also love how they, when they're staking out what turns out to be Maya's really nice apartment um and he's over there and you gotta plan this out and you gotta do this he's like and she's just like well, i'm just gonna charm my way in and break my way into the lock and i'm in i'm good it's like just two different uh personalities but i, but I, I do, love their yeah their, yeah their dynamic but i love how she's caught carrying the bow like she's just got this like right. she has her yeah. her total she's got her wooden bow that's and she, you know he's got the full like the yeah. fancy one that like yeah, goes from like a little one. pocket he can put in his pocket that he flips it out and she's got the and she's like how um, do you make the this string work? like how do you carry this one? yeah <laughs> the one that you have to string and it's she's just carrying it around the down you know in <laughs> manhattan and you know she's like oh, how do what thing. do you do with the big with the giant bow <laughs> you know? and no one bats well, an eye once again i guess this is a new york thing i guess here in la no one either costume and then she like helps the guy with his groceries with holding the bow and it's not until she starts telling the guy she's in the elevator she's helping this she's got all those groceries and she's like oh i'll help you up to your thing it's not till she tells him oh i'm talking to an avenger in my ear then he <laughs> thinks like, she's mm, weird right like, she has a bow and arrow she's holding <laughs> she's in full costume and that's, that's when you think she's weird that's the weird part uh actually that reminds me of another moment where yeah they've they've convinced this larping police officer to go basically steal evidence uh yeah. for him to get his bow his his good uh, arrows back and she's like oh here it's in it's in this bag and he take she's like oh no you don't have a bag you, this is my bag my wife gave me this bag like it's embroidered like, oh, uh, has my name on it yes, i guess i'll find a bag it's really funny there's a lot of nice touches to this for sure i yeah, love it definitely like i can see myself doing a rewatch when it's all said and done but yeah and it does have a really good christmas vibe to mm-hmm. it Yep. They're really, it's just, it just works. Everything, it's just working. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's give, really well give done. Give them credit. They did. They God, Marvel. The Cockeye yeah, made it in, awesome. Mm-hmm. Digging the color palette and everything. Like it's all about good. Kurt Poles, mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Solid, solid Hawkeye. Pizza. Looking Pizza for tomorrow. Dog. Two more left. Sucks. I know. Two it's more only left. two? Yeah. Six total, Come yeah. Come on. I know. But we have, have to rewatch Black Widow. Yeah. Gillimore Pew. I, I rewatched it. I liked it a lot. See, 
It's hard for me because I'm simultaneously watching Dickinson with Haley Seinfeld, who definitely plays gay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in my mind, I'm just like, oh, it's so much fun to watch her play like action game. Like, no, no, Tara, that's two separate characters. Don't. (laughs) But in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe she's kind of. So I'm just going to let it happen and let them be one character. (laughs) They've merged in your mind. Yep. That's great. (laughs) She's done that. She's Kate Bishopson to me. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, do we know what Kate Bishop's uh, superhero name is going to be? Is this like an established character like in canon? She takes over as Hawkeye, so she that, will become I Hawkeye. Think maybe. I think so. I think that's where it's he definitely I'm not definitely seems like he's ready to retire. Oh yeah, he's. I like how he's icing himself down with like frozen vegetables and things. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And I Great. love that his wife. Um, is really still helping him out and like mm-hmm. feeding him all this inside info and that he texts her and that she, you know, still supports him and, you know, she gets it. Was it Linda Carlini? Yeah. Carnelli? Yeah. Carnelli. Yeah. 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 So she's still involved and in not giving him a hard time for missing, you know, time with the kids. Yeah. She's a very understanding wife. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the fence still, the Hawkeye, jump on yeah, board. Watch, jump on board. Watch that show. Mm-hmm. And I want that big, uh, that big like trench coat type of thing that she has. It's like a, it's like a purple. It's what's that hound's tooth, but it's like purple oh. black. It's mm-hmm. a big uh, overcoat, but it's you know long. I like that. Where does she wear? It? Where does she wear that? I don't know, like everywhere, kind of outside. She has like all the like all the time. Got it. <laughs> like when she's not in her other little outfit, like her arrow outfit, it's like, like it's her like around town coat. She wears the boots. Hmm. Hmm. Is it herringbone? It's like herringbone. No, I think you got tooth? it. I think it's houndstooth. Yeah, you nailed it, Tara. You know your fashion. Not a, not a word I say very much. <laughs> well, maybe it should be. This hmm. be a lesson let's, to you. Yeah, let's bring it. Let's bring it back. All right. Uh, so, well, I mean, that's our sewed, yo. There's a lot going on. We took a week off. There we had to is. catch up. Uh. And so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have another episode before Christmas, and then uh, we're taking a week off between uh, Christmas and New Year's because you know we deserve some time off as well. Treat yourself. Um, but when we come back into the new year, our first episode, guys, it's the Snoppies. Snoppies. <gasps> <gasps> it's that time of year again. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come up with our own list. But if anybody out there has any suggestions, what your favorite moments of the podcast are, or favorite moments from all the crap that we talk about, send them in. Let us know, and uh, if we hear an, if we get enough support, we'll we'll throw some nominees up there. And yeah, uh, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Snoppy's gonna be good this year. I gotta look back at what we did. It's a blur. We did a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and also. We have this challenge out there still. If you want to hear Tara read some fan, some steamy, steamy fanfic, <laughs> we still need another seven reviews mm. on the uh, Apple Podcast app. Not just ratings, written reviews. Use your words. Okay. Use your exactly. words. <laughs> <laughs> so we're waiting for those. And then when they come in, we're going to figure out what Tara's going to read. I feel like we'll probably... Throw mm. that out to the, the snob snob tarts as well. Uh, but if you want need a reminder, when we had and I wasn't there, but when we had the snob meetup in San Diego, Tara did a little reading 
And here is a reminder of what we are fighting for. Waverly leaned against the frame of Nicole's bedroom door, her heart pounding in her throat as she watched her roommate enter the house. The hallway was dark, lit only by the low glow of the lamp through the room behind her, but she could see enough. She could see enough to follow the way the redhead's dark eyes mapped the scene before her and to see the way her breath fell heavy as the implications behind it registered in her mind. Nicole's eyes searched her own as she shook off her jacket, placing her shoes carefully beside Waverly's haphazardly thrown ones. The eye contact was almost stifling. Neither spoke a whisper, and the silence only thickened the air between them, an effect so tense that Waverly could almost feel it curling in her stomach and lower, (laughs) pulling her breaths harder and aching in her thighs. What? So there it is. I think it's worth fighting for, guys. Mm. <laughs> Fight for more of that. I'm making a pretty good Christmas one right now. I'll tell you that. Oh, which one? Never mind. I have to figure it out. <laughs> is it way hot? Is it way uh, hot? Yeah. Is it, about, is it under the snow? Yes. Man? Yes. It's so good. So good. That's great. It's, so I'm good. enjoying it. So good. Did you read the one that came out yesterday? Or the no, I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. All right, get back to me. After I'm not caught up. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. Okay. <laughs> All right, that lit up your whole face. I feel like that might be one that's good. Oh, dear. <laughs> and we should give a shout out. And I want to get this author's name right. I think it's new user, like 54321 or something. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me make sure. Because like they new, are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love all of their stuff. Look, I'm not sure. I haven't read it, but I, I feel like Tara's face made an expression I haven't seen before <laughs> well, when knew. she talked about that channel, so it must be good. I knew it was sheets and something, but I couldn't. When you Under started, the snowman yes. sheets, yeah. Uh, so it is, it's, uh, they write under new 54321, and they are at Stacy E 706 on the Twitter. If anyone knows Stacy, uh, let us know. Yeah, she's awesome. Actually, I, th- I think... Um, we're going to try to get her. We're doing a spoil. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Anne might get mad at me. We're going to do a fan fiction episode of uh, oh. The Super Life. Oh. We're, try- we're trying to get Stacy on because uh, we're, we're fans. Your other podcast? <laughs> yes. No, it's Sister Companion Podcast. We're one big podcast family. <laughs> right? Family. Well, I'm a fan too. <laughs> Great. You can pass uh, it along to her. So, yeah, maybe we'll give her the message. It's on the message board. Um, yeah, so if you want a good Way Hot Christmas fanfic. What's it called? Go on to AO3, and let's see. It is called – I'm going to get the name right. Wendy, you will not it. be able to read this last chapter. I'll just say that. It no, is bene- <laughs> I'm not going to read it. I'm just curious. Beneath Your Snowman Sheets oh, by dear. New 54321. It is on uh, AO3. Is it complete now? Is it no, no. still two more chapters mm-hmm. to go. Okay. Okay, great. But no, it's it's really it's very sweet, Wendy. So far, it's it's kind of Cute. a slow burn. Yeah. And it, you, it's a bit of a slow burn. Number six really picks up though. <laughs> anyway, I feel like chapter six what, maybe is that's really what, what a lot of people have been waiting for. <laughs> maybe that's the uh we'll take something out of that chapter when we get those last seven reviews. Just saying. Oh, man, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's up to Tara. Uh, I don't know, is it? Uh. I don't know if it is up to Tara. <laughs> uh, so, yes, please go to uh, Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. 
leave us a uh, give us a rating, give us a review, subscribe, and we show up in your um your phone every week. And you know, yeah. If you don't do, have an iPhone, do, I still think you can go like online and do a make an Apple account, even if you don't have a Mac 100%. or a or an iPhone. It's true, and you can and actually still do it. If you go to our website, SheNerdsOut.com, there is a review the show tab, and that takes you to Apple uh, Podcast app. So you don't even have to – it's not even that much work. Just yeah. a couple clicks, and you're boop, boop, boop. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, you can also send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. If you go to that website, you can leave us a beer. You can buy some merch, which we're transitioning. Yeah, yes. transitional phase right now. It's transitional. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, we're working on it. Or how about the Twitter at oh. Snopodcast with one D or Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. All the things. So many things. Wow. Is that it? We talked about a lot. <laughs> no, I Good. forget. And later this week you're gonna there's gonna be a bonus uh, mail sack. Our messenger service for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the message board. You to us, us to you, <laughs> you to you, all the combinations. All right, so check out. Do you have a love letter you'd like to send? <laughs> send it on down to us. We'll pass it along. That's what we're here for. Um, on that note, she nerds out. Out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerds.